before I get started in the message, uh, God's timing and divine appointments are awesome. Uh, this, this past week, and I'm not going to go into detail about who it was, but God put me in a place at the exact time that I needed to be there to minister to someone. And I know it was him. I mean, he just does things like that. And, and sometimes people say, oh, it's just coincidence. No, I believe it's God that does that. And he lines those things up. Uh, Thursday, I was driving over to Flora and just happened to see an ambulance at a house that I was familiar with. And I stopped and was able to minister to that person before they headed to the hospital. And they're doing better, doing well, but I, I just believe that God lines those things up that at 8.27 or whatever time it was that morning, I was gonna be able to stop and minister to someone that needed to be ministered to. And they said, we'll give you 30 seconds in the ambulance. I said, that's all I need. And I got to go in there and talk and pray and do what God wanted me to do. And I just thank him for those appointments that he lines up for us. Um, it could have very easily been like, just going to keep driving. <laughs> I got to get there. But I think, you know, we talk about that a lot around here, that interruptions are the ministry. And God gives us opportunities to minister to people. We have to pay attention. We have to stop and do those things that he asks us to do. Now, I'm still not going to ask for my title yet. I'm going to go around here just for a second. My last few days have been, what would you say, dear, blah. <laughs> My last few days have been kind of blah. I've been, I don't know if it's spiritually, emotionally, just kind of, you know, ever had those moments where you just kind of, ugh, just, just don't feel good. You're not, not so much physically, but just, just don't feel good. And I've been like that for a little while and not sure what's going on, but just dealing with some stuff and you know, it's just been a rough few days. So as I deal with stuff like that, you know, and now I let you guys in on my little life of stuff's been kind of rough, I come up and, and say, Fred, I've been having a rough time. And Fred says nothing to me. <laughs> okay? Okay? I can keep making my way around. Say, Melva... I've just been really down the last few days. Hang in there, Rick. The Lord's with you. Well, thank you, Melva. You guys like when I walk around. Walker? I don't know what's going on, but it's not been a real good few days for me. Thank you. <laughs> this morning... And I kind of did that on purpose. But I have, I have been having a rough few days for whatever reason. But when we go in and we tell people that we're struggling, that we're having a rough day, and this is no, I'm not slamming anybody. I was hoping it worked out that way. When we have these days and people tell us about their days where they're struggling, they're hurting, they're going through things, we have an opportunity in those moments. Sorry, Fred, you missed it. <laughs> Walker, you missed it. Melva, help me some, yeah. And again, I love you all, but it, it just worked out well. Uh, that we can be, this morning, we're going to talk about being encouragers. You can go ahead and put that on the screen. God wants us to be encouragers. Now, I walked out there and poured my heart out 
that's not Fred over there, or, and shared that I'm dealing with some stuff and, and struggling, and I didn't get much of encouragement. But that happens a lot. Or we'll tell somebody, well, well, I'll be praying with you, praying for you. I hope it gets better. But I really believe we can do more than that. And we're going to get into that this morning. Wanted encouragers. Let's start in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 11. And again, Floyd, Melva, Walker, I love you. What did I say? Fred. <laughs> That's how bad my week's been at the end here. I'm forgetting people's names. Whew. Right for my memory. First Thessalonians 5.11. Wanted encouragers. It says, so encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. And let's jump over to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25. I'm going to do three verses this morning. Hebrews 10, 23 through 25 says, Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but... Encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And then Ephesians 4.29, second half of this says, Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Every believer, every person for that matter, needs the encouragement of others. We lack in this sometimes for whatever reason, whether it's we're thinking about our own problems and our own things we're dealing with, but every single person in here needs encouragement. God has designed his church in such a way that we are to give and receive this special ministry from one another. This is very important for us to be doing in the church. <laughs> the ministry of being an encourager. And this morning, I hope to show you guys, it's, it's much better to be an encourager because the world already has enough critics, even in the church. Okay? Let's pray. Father, again, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for being here this morning. And God, just help me to speak what you've laid on my heart, God, and help hearts receive and get what they need from you this morning, Father. I just praise you and I thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this past year and three months or so has been rough. Got a couple soft amens from conversations I've had with a lot of you. It's been rougher than you just let on right then, okay? It's been rough, um, tough on us. Our lives were turned upside down. Things were changed. Things were taken away from us. Things were different. We missed out on things. We experienced depression because of this past year. Anybody else get a little depressed? Uh, yeah. We experienced loneliness because we couldn't be around people we wanted to be around. We experienced some falling away from God through what happened in the last 15 months. Now, people don't want to admit that, 
But a lot of times, the only um, encouragement, the only Bible, the only worship, the only prayer time they get is when they come into the house of the Lord. Now, it shouldn't be that way, but that is the only thing. You know, in our youth group, it hurt us big time. Because teens have things going on. They need to be in church. They need to be reminded of who God is weekly, um, just like we do as an adult. But it hurt. It had some uh, negative effects on us the past 15 months. Some people took that opportunity. I've talked to a few to get closer to God. I've got extra time now. I'm going to make the most of it and get closer to God because he's given me this extra time. Not everyone, but some did that. Um, but again, we needed a lot of encouragement to make it through this. And maybe you received it this morning. Maybe you didn't. But we're going to learn how to be better at it this morning. I want to show us this morning how essential it is to give and get encouragement as believers. Again, we need encouragers. We're to do this because something else happened that should make us want to encourage. In the New King James Version of 1 Thessalonians 5.11, it begins with, therefore. So therefore means that something happened before that statement, so we need to be giving encouragement because of what happened. The before that in verse 10 was Christ dying for us so that we could live with him forever. Therefore, we are to encourage one another and build each other up. That's what happened. Christ died for us so that we could live with him forever. And he's coming back again. Therefore, let's encourage each other, build each other up in our faith walk because that's happening. That did happen and he's coming back. So we do encourage each other in our walk. You know how important it is to give encouragement and build each other up. You guys understand that. It's very important. I just walked around the room and didn't get much. So by the time I left here and got around to here, I felt worse. <laughs> it's important to give encouragement, especially when people just lay it out there to you. I was hoping some hearts out there are going, oh, man, I'm, man, Rick's really having to deal with some stuff right now. I'm going to encourage him if he comes to me. Okay? In the New Testament alone, the Bible tells us in one way or another to encourage one, over 100 times. That's pretty important. The words centered around encouragement show up in 19 of the 27 books of the New Testament. It's kind of a big deal to encourage people and to get encouragement. And Paul's not telling them to do this because they got it all together and everything's going perfect. There's not a church like that. Okay? They were having their struggles just like everyone else does, but he tells them to encourage one another. And in this tr church he's addressing, you'll find, you're going to find some people that have become kind of like bums in the church. They've become lazy. Anybody know anybody like that in here? Don't point at them. But he's letting them know that encouragement and building each other up was essential to advancing the church. That people need that. That they're going to go through these phases where things, ah, just kind of, I'm just kind of here. And we need to be encouraged to keep going, to keep advancing. Encouragement, as I was thinking about this, is a lot like oxygen. We need oxygen to do what? Breathe. To breathe, to stay alive, right? It's what we're breathing in now in this room. If we lose that oxygen, we know we're going to encounter some health issues pretty quick. Encouragement puts this breath into you, this life into you. It, it, it speaks into you. 
when people encourage you. Think about it like this. The opposite of encouragement would be discouragement. In both of those words, though, encouragement and discouragement, there's a word right in the middle, and it's the word courage. And courage is a strength that is down deep in your core, in your heart, that you muster up at times. Courage. And this courage rises up from deep inside you, down in your core. So when a person is discouraged, you've taken the heart out of that person. When I discourage you, or if I say something to the staff that would discourage them, I'm like, here, I'm just going to take the, I'm going to suck the life right out of you. It works like that. And when a person is encouraged, you put life into them. I'm going to speak life into you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to build you up and help you through whatever you're going through. Sometimes you don't even have to be going through that. It's just nice to get encouragement. A couple years ago, (laughs) speaking of oxygen, I made a silly decision to enter into the Wayne City Bean Days Parade, or not parade, the 5K. What was I thinking? Um, One of the worst things I've done in my life. Now, I'm not saying running's bad and exercise is bad. It was for me that day. Okay? I encourage you to be in the Bean Days 5K. It's back, right, Angie? She here? It's back. They're having it. Sign up for it if you enjoy running and walking. But for someone who is 50 pounds overweight and was not in the best shape, actually, I wasn't in any kind of shape except round. That's it. Okay? I should not have put myself through that absolute terrible, painful position. It hurt. I got going and, and I started off well. And I was like, I'm, I was encouraging myself. I can do this. I'm like, I'm going to keep up with these guys. I can do it. I had flashbacks of being 16, 17. And that lasted like a, a quarter mile. <laughs> and then I was like, oh no. God, I need your help. <laughs> I don't want to die. Sarah and the kids need me. That's what the <laughs> thoughts were going through my head. This hurts so bad. And all along the way, of course, there's modified youth group members not cheering me on, making fun, poking fun at me, making sure they chased me with the powdered uh, colors and, and drenched me in those, not motivating me, not encouraging me, So here I am in this 5K, and I'm just beat. And I jogged that first quarter mile, I'll have you know. I did not walk yet. But after that, after I crossed over the little main Broadway there and got on the section line, I was like, that's it. (laughs) I just started walking. And then I'd jog a little more, then I'd walk. So, but... You know, besides the modified youth group students along the way giving me a hard time, there was another group of people. And those people were my encouragers. My wife and kids saw the good side of me in that first quarter mile, and they didn't see for me for another 40 minutes. <laughs> Did he make it? Is he okay? But this group along the side of the roads, and I remember Laura Clevenger, she's here this morning, she was one of them an encourager towards the end for me. 
Um, but there was other ones along the way. Come on, you can do this. You can do this. And then when people say things like that to you, something rises up inside. That courage, that want to inside of you says, I can make it through this. And I appreciated those encouragers so much along that 5K route. And I had to walk some, like I told you. My time was terrible, but I finished. I made it with the help of encouragement. And finishing felt good after I was able to breathe again. But I needed that encouragement to keep going. I've got a couple pictures from that day. This was my first quarter mile. Look at that form. The screen makes you look fatter than you are too. So We've learned that over the years here. That's me. And here's the end. This was... This was the last hundred yards or so, and this is where Laura was really cheering me on. And, and I walked pretty much until you got across Broadway again, and I was like, I am not walking across this line. I'm going to jog it if it's the last thing I do. I'm going to not walk. So I finished jogging, but it was... <laughs> that was the aftermath. And they brought me back. Uh, <laughs> I was hurting. Walker, that's his feet right there. Walker uh, Heinrich, he ran with me. He left me after that first quarter mile. But he was there to hold me at the finish line. Uh, so yeah, I needed that encouragement to keep going. Um, but what does it mean this morning for us to encourage each other? It does not mean that we flatter each other. Okay? It's not just complimenting one another. Flattery is an excessive or insincere praise. It's not real. Flattery is like saying nice things to people in order to get something in return for them. Like, oh, Sherry and Mabel and Melville, you guys are such great cooks. I would love to have one of your pies or cakes. Okay? If all I can and do is go up to somebody and say, I love your haircut, that's nice. That's not encouragement. That's flattery. Okay? Or... Man, you're really losing some weight. I wish somebody said that to me. <laughs> or something they've done. Those are great things. Those are wonderful things to say to people. But that's not what we're talking about here in Thessalonians 5.11. Now, there's also a spiritual gift of encouragement that some have. And it's listed in Romans 12.8. But I believe that we can all be encouragers at some level. Yeah. We all have that in us to be able to encourage people. And... Some will try and say, well, this it's just not my gift. You know what I say to that? Baloney. Everybody can encourage other people. Everybody can do it. Paul's not telling us to do this only if we're gifted in it. It's a command to encourage each other and build each other up here, all of us. It's not something we do once or twice a year and then you're done with it. Ongoing, continuous thing that you do. You know what I found also that when I encourage other people... How does that make, actually make you feel as well? Man, it felt good to, to be able to speak life into that person. That does something for me too, that I'm able to encourage them. Being an encourager means that we have agreed to come alongside someone. The idea is that we're really trying to come right alongside them and encourage them. And when we do this, we, who are we acting like or striving to be like in our walk with the Lord? Him. We're striving to be like Him. The Trinity, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Trinity brings us encouragement as Christians. 
Our God is the God who, who comes alongside us and says things like, I will never leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm standing right here with you in the middle of what you're dealing with. And that's who we're trying to be like. So as we encourage, we tell people, I'm coming right alongside you. I know you're struggling right now. I know you're going through some stuff, but I'm here to encourage you and help you through it because we're striving to be like him. We activate this encouragement in our hearts and go and share that with others. We give other people a chance to see what our God is like. When people say, why do you act the way you do? Why do you, why do you have so much love? Why, why, why do you seem so happy all the time? It's because of him living in me. And I'm going to come alongside you and show you what he does. He's going to use me as a vessel to help you. There are times when we want him to see that he's holy, that he's merciful, that he's gracious, that he's powerful. And we want them to see that God is an encourager. Wanted encouragers. You know that encouragement doesn't always show up in the same way. When we get this idea in our hearts to come alongside someone and encourage them, we sometimes only think that it that comes in you know, this form of audible praise or how proud we are of them. It comes in other ways, too. Other ways in the Bible that talks about encouragement, they have to do with, you might be, maybe you're encouraging a brother or sister not to continue in a sin. No, that's judging. No, that's not. That's being accountable. And you need your Christian brothers and sisters sometimes to come alongside you and say, listen, I know you're slipping up. I know you're struggling. But God forgives and we can get this back on track. So maybe you have to talk to them about a sin they're, they're still messed up in and, and encourage them, don't harden your heart to God. Get back on the right path. Sometimes encouragement looks like coming alongside someone who's maybe just fallen a little bit in their walk. They quit showing up to church. Maybe they quit reading their Bible like they were. Maybe they quit studying with you like they used to. And it's just coming alongside them and saying, I'm here, I'm here to pick you up. I'm here to help you. I'm here to let you know that I miss you at church. I miss seeing your smile. I miss the talks that we had. It's coming alongside somebody, maybe where they post something on social media and you see it, and you know there's something going on there. And instead of just ignoring it, reaching out to them and saying, I saw you uh, posted something. You know, maybe it's something you can tell right away they're dealing with something, or maybe they posted something that doesn't go along with the scripture, and there's an opportunity Listen, I'd love to study this with you. I'd love to crack open the word with you and let's figure this thing out together. Encouragement. Sometimes it's coming along a person and giving them a little push. Anybody ever needed to give somebody a little push? We won't do that off the zip lines if you want to go. But sometimes people just need a little push. You can do this. The life that God has for you is so much better than the life that you used to know. You can do this. Let me help you. I know firsthand how difficult it can be to serve the Lord at times. You know, when you're trying to encourage other people to do this and you're struggling yourself, I know how hard it can be at times to serve the Lord. You know, I think that's why some people quit on God and just go back to their old life because it's difficult. I'm not going to lie to you this morning. Serving the Lord can be hard. It takes some discipline. Now, 
If somebody goes to the gym and starts changing their diet and they quit on that, is it because the diet doesn't work and the exercise doesn't work? No, it's because it got hard. But if you want to change your physique and change your health and start feeling better, then you have to stay with it. You have to continue to do those difficult things like exercising, like lifting weights, whatever it is. You have to keep doing those things. The same thing is true in your faith. If you want to have the life that God has for you, you have to do some things that take some discipline. You have to do some things that are tough. You do. You just have to. But that's so much better if you can get discipline, the spiritual discipline of reading your word, of praying, of fellowshipping together, of, you know, of staying in church, of worshiping. If you can keep your eyes and your heart locked in on Jesus, it's worth it. Even on the days when it's difficult to do it, press through and keep going. And that's where this encouragement from each other helps us so much. Our God, our God the Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they do all of those things for us. There's, there's times in life when you have to encourage yourself because you're not getting it from somebody else. David had to do it multiple times. I encouraged myself in the Lord. So if flattery is pointing people to us and how delighted we are in them. If, if motivational sayings are driving them to draw from their own self, then biblical encouragement is different because we are coming alongside them and pointing them not to themselves, not to us, but we're pointing them to God. Biblical encouragement, pointing others to God, his promises, his love, his will for them. Our strength comes from him as we point each other in his direction. And one other thing this morning, as the praise team comes forward, you know, I mentioned the 5K race earlier. And how tough it was for me. And in races, usually everyone's battling against each other. Everybody's trying to beat the other person. But in our faith walk, in this run that we're doing towards heaven, we're all on the same team. We're not competing against each other. We are encouraging each other to keep going so that we all see each other on the other side. We're not against each other like a regular race would be. This morning, I'm going to push you way out of your comfort zone. Way out. And unless for health reasons you don't want to do this, and I understand that, I totally get it, I'm going to ask you to do something this morning as you guys stand. And they start playing. We're in this together. I can just tell you right now from some of the, the feeling I had during the first part of the service, some people in here are dealing with stuff. Some people struggling with stuff. There's some people hurting this morning. And what I'm going to ask you to do while they play, and we're still going to have an altar call, but while they play, I'm going to ask you to go to someone and encourage them. And again, I've said this before, if we can't do this kind of stuff in the house of the Lord, I guarantee you're not doing it outside of here. This is family. This is people that are rooting you on, that are, that are encouraging, that are cheering for you to make it. 
So I want you to just find one person in this building and don't go up to them and say, you have a nice haircut. I love your outfit, it's cute. That's flattery, that's not what we're talking about this morning. I want you to pour into someone and I want you to encourage, I want you to ask them, is there anything right now that I can pray for you about? Rick, I don't pray out loud with people. Yes, you can, yes, you can, you can. Courage, it's down inside here. The Holy Spirit puts it here. So even if you say 10 seconds of a prayer to somebody, do it. Do it. You don't know what's going to mean to that person. And if you go talk to somebody and they want to encourage you, then just take care of it right there. And then you can head back to your seat. Can everybody do that for me this morning? <laughs> we can do this. We can encourage each other in Christ. Ask them what they need. If they don't need anything, then just pray a blessing over them. Let's go, let's go, let's move. Encourage some people this morning. Encourage some people. Find somebody, encourage them.